my super suit? What? Where is my super suit? Put it away. Where? Why do you need to know? Because I need it. Uh-uh. Don't you think about running off to do no daring do? We've been planning this dinner for two months. The public is in danger. My evening is in danger. You tell me where that suit is, woman. We are talking about the greater good. Greater good? I'm your wife. I'm the greatest good you were ever going to get. So, what you gonna do, honey, for this podcast? I have no idea, but I know it's gonna be good. Well, you can't say you have no idea, because the start was super good. The super good start was from The Incredibles. Right, so this podcast should be incredible, too. That was the Frozone and the argument with his wife uh, scene. Hilarious. My son Gabriel and I do that over and over and over, because he's, he's, he's got both parts memorized. So sometimes he'll be the wife, sometimes he'll be the husband. That's hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. He used to do that when he was five and six years old. He'd say, I am your wife, from that little <laughs> five-year-old voice. Okay, welcome to Bavoshtan. Well. My name is James Newcomb, and, and I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, my lovely wife, the greatest good that I'm ever going to get. That... That one. There we go. After five years of building <laughs> this empire of yours. Five years? Podcast artistry. Podcast you artistry. said one thing that was right. Okay, well, as long as I get it right, that's, that's what matters. Of course. It doesn't matter how long it takes to it's get it right. It's all about being right. As long as you get it. No, as long as everything you say is right. Correct. Good. No, I'm saying... What you're saying is correct, not right. right. Good. Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to correct you. You don't have to correct me. I am correcting you. You said get it right, and I'm saying get it correct. No, you got it right. I'm trying time. to correct you. Thank you. It doesn't work. I said, Obviously. I said this time you were right. Full stop. Next topic. And I said correct. Okay, good. Because the proper word is correct. In that setting. The context I am talking about, <coughs> correct doesn't work. Can I tell you something I funny? am trying to say that <coughs> you are right. Correct. I didn't say what you said was correct. I said what you said, your opinion, or whatever you believe, was right. Correct. Just. Fair. Correct. Okay, let's go to the next one. Okay. My wife is... 100% receptive to what I have to say. I want to share something funny with you. I was... <laughs> Good. Preemptive laughter is my favorite thing. <laughs> All right. So I was on... I was scrolling on Facebook today. And one of those memories comes up. You know how you have memories that from years past. Oh, really? Posts that you put on, on Facebook. They do that. Uh, I don't get it. That's because you don't post anything. Oh, anyway, wow. yeah, but yeah, you have to post uh, stuff in You're order right. for things to memories to come up. You're very right. Anyway, this is from a, a memory from <clears throat> from one year ago, and apparently I had watched a YouTube video and one of the the ads <clears throat> before the video was for Grammarly. You've heard of Grammarly? Yeah, I use it. Okay, 
So, um, and this is, I'm going off of what I said in the post from one year ago. I didn't see the video today, but apparently the video said, good grammar is so important. So that's why you need Grammarly. And I just thought that was so ironic that this company that is uh, peddling their grammar correction services would say, good grammar is so important. <laughs> there, there and then it has some issues. <laughs> yeah, it's proper grammar Yeah, is how you should say it. Mm. It's, it's just well, so it's funny. Advertisement, that... So they just try to draw the attention. So that's very smart of them because they want to see how many people actually can find their flaws. I, I don't know. It, it seems to me that <laughs> a company that's uh, advertising, correcting grammar, <laughs> you'd think honey, they would use proper honey, grammar. that was the whole point. <laughs> they intentionally made it that way to draw the attention and make people laugh and smile. I doubt it. that's how people remember them. No, I don't think Trust so. Trust me. No. We can ask our audience to put down in the review what they think, <laughs> right. whether they agree with Sana or James. All right. I tell you what, if people, I will set this email address up as soon as we're done. If you have any feedback on what, what, went, what went wrong with Grammarly, uh, send it to podcast at voshdan.com. Podcast at vojdan.com. And let us know what you think. I think that the people that did the ad don't know grammar. I think they know it very well. This was a trick to draw the attention of people and make people share it by word of mouth. One of the most effective way of marketing to pass the message around the markets. But it seems to me that that's like the worst kind of marketing is to say this company that does grammar, they don't even know grammar. Honey, that's our personal view. But it's not a personal view. That's can I talk? Correct grammar. Can I talk? Of course. It's our personal view. I also may agree with you what you're saying. But in actual world of marketing, that's a very smart way of creating advertisement. Very simple. You just put one line on the ad, beginning of a YouTube video, and it draws <coughs> so much attention and laughter that you are sharing it with me and you shared it on a Facebook with the whole world. Yeah. All your friend lists saw that. Sweetheart. Ad, and no. they also shared it for the laughter okay. to their friend lists. No. No. That's how marketing no, works. No, honey, this is like me putting on an ad for me um, promoting a trumpet lesson service. And the first thing I do is frack the middle C. Like miss the, mo the easiest note Correct. to play. You're right. But, honey, can you... Just listen. Okay. Listen not to, for the sake of listening and respecting your wife. Can you just listen to understand? In marketing, this is called really smart way of drawing, drawing attention of their audience. And you also fell for it. You found it funny. You shared it on your Facebook. You have maybe 2,000 friends. I have 4,000. My, I have a friend on my friend list on Facebook who has 8,000 because his Facebook is for business. And they share this. And all this click, share, 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 you are doing, you know, customer, customer or client-created <coughs> content advertising for Grammarly. Okay, so you're saying that Grammarly intentionally butchered 
grammar. Ninety percent, I am sure, they butchered this so that they could get free advertising. Yes, for people like me making fun of them. Yes, they were thinking how fast we can get this message out that VR existed. <coughs> But boom, YouTube, most watched videos. We have three seconds. Yeah. How can we draw the attention in three seconds? Better to create a funny, you know, ad with one line. Okay, okay, okay. I see. Okay, I see your point, and there might be something to that. But if Grammarly can't actually deliver on what they do, like if they don't even get the grammar correct in their advertisement, uh, why would I trust them to get anything else correct? Like, Because Grammarly no, 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 has no, no, been in the market for so Sana, long. Why would I trust them to like go through my essay that I've just written with their AI software or how, whatever they do and trust that the commas that they recommend are going to be in the right place? Because they why would are, I do that? Because they are licensed and approved. Nah. Their system, the computerized system <coughs> they have, it will never go wrong. <laughs> Except for when they advertise their own service. No, that's not. I, I, that's not true. I think they just don't know grammar, and I think that the vast majority of people don't know grammar. Okay, I respect your opinion. Okay, honey. All right. I don't want to argue with you. Okay. But uh, that's your opinion, and that what I share with our audience is my opinion. I guess we'll never know their motive or lack thereof for what they did. Uh, maybe me and you, because we have this discussion. But I think Grammarly is a brand that is known to. World of Education and top universities researchers in the world use it. Um, whether they are absolutely perfect or not, I am not a good person to say that because I I don't have much knowledge about Grammarly. I don't use the premium package. I use the basic package on Grammarly. Right. And on Turnitin system that checks your research paper or <coughs> publications, mm -hmm. uh, it till not even go wrong. Yeah. Wrong. You know, I remember. I, I had a, a, a contracting gig, <clears throat> and part of my job was to do some of the show notes for the podcast. And someone told me that we were required to use Grammarly when we write something and put mm -hmm. it on the website. And I just, I don't know if I said it out loud, but I just said it to myself. You know, I have a bachelor's and a master's degree from a pretty well-known university. That's my Grammarly. I know grammar because I have done it so many times. I I don't need Grammarly, and quite frankly, if they if they're going to advertise themselves with not even getting their own product correct, it just seals the deal for me. Like I don't need you. Right. That's my perspective. I respect that. You're yeah. right, but I do sometimes use Grammarly. Okay. My colleagues also use Grammarly, native speakers and non-native speakers. All right. Well, this podcast is brought to you by Grammarly. <laughs> Grammarly.com. No. They will lead you in the right direction when it comes that, to that's, grammar. That's your part. This podcast <laughs> is brought to you by James and Sana Newcomb. Grammarly is paying us to pitch their product. This whole thing has been an advertisement for Grammarly. You see, they're so smart. See? They haven't even paid us a dime, and we are exactly. talking totally. about Grammarly. We're giving them free advertising. That's what I was telling you. If they didn't make that mistake, we wouldn't be sitting here and talking about it. We would just look at it as another advertisement online. Yeah. 
There's ways of getting or or catching people's attention Attention. without sabotaging your own product. Let's do today's Persian word of the day. Today's word is... Apartaman. Apartaman. Can you guess what's the English word for this? Uh, Let me see. Is it um, steakhouse? No. Do you remember I said when you write English, is it, if you read it in a Latin way... Wait, wait, wait. No, way, I want to guess. It okay. English. The Persian word is apartment, and I'm going to guess it's a paddle boat. Wait, it's a frog's tongue. Honey, no, don't tell me. It's I'm not going to tell you. You remember I told you what the English word is when you read it in a it, it's a Latin way. It's a daybed. It becomes Persian. It's a daybed. No. It is a Airbnb. What was Spain in Persian? It's an apartment. Spain, country. España. Okay, what's... What was uh, uh, France? Francais. Apartment? What is it? Apartment, honey. Exactly. So it's written the same way, you just say apartment. That's apartment. Sana doesn't know when I'm trying to egg her on. I know you're egg me on. You do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess you're egging me on by feigning ignorance to me egging you on. Anyhow, uh, today's... Honey, it is a bug. It's the size of a cuticle. It's if, fine. We're going to live. If you don't take it right now, it's going to go into our bedroom in our bed. At night when we are sleeping, it's uh-huh. going to come and bite our shushu. All right. Apartaman. And we will have this... And um, it, it is written in Persian along with the transliteration at voshdan.com. Uh, look for today's episode. It is the 8th of September, 2022. Today's my brother's birthday. I Which should, one? John. I should wish him a happy birthday. Which John? Hmm? Oh, there's one John. Yeah, I have one brother who's named John. Right. My father is named John. John, we wish you a happy birthday. He's Long life. If you're hearing us. All the well wishes. Enjoy your day. <coughs> Love you as my brother-in-law, even though I never saw you in my life. Never met you in my life. Uh, you will soon enough. Okay, now we move to the review of the news. And this is from 1440. Uh, 1440. Join1440.com. And this is where we get our news. Okay, Hurricane Earl is forming... It's moving to the east of Bermuda. Uh, Danielle is the first one. With only five named storms since June 1st, the 2022 hurricane season has been one of the slowest on record, marking the first year since 41 without a named storm between July 3rd and August 30th. Well, of course, that means that it's going to pick up and we're going to have the worst storm ever. The calm comes just two years after the busiest season on record, which saw 30 named storms and 14 hurricanes. Read how Atlantic tropical storms are classified. I wonder how they come up with their names. Do you know how they do the naming system? I don't know what they do here, but they'll they'll give a storm a name. Do if they do that? If it was in my hand, I would call all the storms James. <laughs> James one, James two, James three, James four, and James Daniel one, James Daniel two, James Daniel three. James Daniel Newcomb 1, James Daniel Newcomb 2. Wow. Didn't see that one coming. 
<laughs> the hurricane or the landfall, I will call it, James Daniel Newcomb, son of John son, Edward Newcomb. Son of the fire. <laughs> son of Linda. Son of the fire Mary and the wind. And, Rav, and Erlandson. <laughs> I did not see that one coming. <laughs> okay, moving on. Stone Age Surgery. Archaeologists revealed yesterday evidence of a complex amputation carried out roughly 31,000 years ago, a find that predates what was formerly believed to be the earliest such operation by about 24,000 years. Researchers say the discovery may help rewrite the history of medical innovation in prehistoric communities. The remains reportedly belong to a young hunter-gatherer buried in a remote cave on the southeast Asian island of Borneo, the skeleton was missing the lower left leg and foot, uh, with the tibia and fibula showing a clean cut along with a bony outgrowth similar to that seen in modern amputations. Researchers estimate the individual underwent the procedure between the ages of 10 and 14 and lived until the age of 20 before being buried. It had previously been believed humans lacked the tools and medical knowledge to perform complicated medical procedures until the Neolithic Revolution roughly 12,000 years ago. Wow, that's very interesting. Do you know who is the father of modern medicine? Uh, let me guess. Is it an Iranian? Uh, I'm not quite sure. Can we Google You mean it? like Western medicine? No. Hippocrates? Worldwide, global medicine. Okay. Why don't we search? Let's search. Father of modern medicine. Hippoca Hippocrates, the father of modern medicine. He was the first to recognize that multiple people with the same symptoms have the same disease. He gave the people a reason to trust physicians and gave physicians a way to maintain that trust. Hippocrates is called the father of modern medicine. Can we Google it? Well, this is DuckDuckGo. It's better. DuckDuckGo is not better. Yeah. Can Hippocrates. You it? It's going to be the same thing. How about Abu Ali Sina? Who? Uh, uh. Yeah, see, Hippocrates. Google says Hippocrates. And Google is never wrong. But Google is tracking me right now. I'm getting out of here. Abu Ali Sina is before the Greek. Mm -hmm. Says Hippocrates is Hippocrates the father. Hippocrates is not. Is, is not. It's after. He's medieval. Greek. He's but, Greek. But it's not as old. No, as Hippocrates is pre-Jesus. We are talking about seven, eight thousand years before Jesus. Okay. So who's this person again? Do you understand that a lot of information <coughs> Western media and sites release is only from the time they were born? Yes. And they are not the oldest civilizations on Earth. Okay. Well, history is written by the winners. So we'll leave it at that. But the winners, if they didn't have the basics and foundations, mm -hmm. they wouldn't look for the <coughs> answer and resolution for... Mm -hmm. A lot of diseases, right? All right. The NFL season is kicking off tonight, 8.20 Eastern Time. If uh, it's past 8.20 here in Vietnam. Uh, let's see here. Delaware judge rules Elon Musk can amend his lawsuit to incorporate recent Twitter whistleblower allegations, but denies request to delay the trial. Talk about a big mess. Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter, and then he doesn't want to buy Twitter. Wow. Goodness. 
$44 billion was the agreed upon price. Right. It doesn't really affect my life because I really want to get out of all the social media. Yeah, I'm not a fan of social media. So good luck with Elon Musk. <laughs> okay. California avoids rolling blackouts for the second day as heat wave continues to strain the power grid. Sacramento region to see triple digit temperatures through the end of the week. Okay. Cyborg cockroaches are coming to the rescue. Cyborg cockroaches. Analyzing the quiet quitting trend and stories of dramatic resignations. When and where fall foliage will peak. What to look for in the night sky this month. Why are companies interested in personality type? That's an interesting one. Why are companies interested in personality type? I was just teaching about the personality and how organizations recruit employees based on their characteristic and personality type. Mm-hmm. What did you teach? Uh, well, we talked about how organizations divide their employees based on type A and type B. Type A's are the kind that they want to be always achievers. They're always <clears throat> bound by stress, hard work, sleepless night. They're driven. And they're always prone to... Mm, heart and brain diseases. Okay. But type B, they are not necessarily opposite of A. They are also achievers. They meet the deadline, but they know how to balance the work and mm. life. Right. They're very social, they're very glorious, but they can manage their stress at work much better. Mm. So, <clears throat> why organizations want to keep both type is because little conflict or competition at work can produce greater result in performance of employee uh, at offices. Mm -hmm. So if you have type A and type B, they can encourage each other to become better. Okay. <clears throat> Five famous historical stories debunked. Let's check this one out. We don't have much time left, but we'll just briefly check this out. Uh, let's see here. Christopher Columbus never set out to prove the earth was round. Uh, did Marie Antoinette really say let them eat cake? Was Napoleon short? The problem with Mussolini and his trains. Did Mussolini really get the trains running on time? Did Ellis Island officials really change the names of immigrants? What you need to know. Uh, most people knew the earth was round long before Columbus sailed to America. Marie Antoinette never said let them eat cake. Napoleon was not short. Immigrants did not have their names changed at Ellis Island. Although some would choose to change their name. Was Christopher Columbus actually from... Spain. Spain. España. Right. Yes. I also <coughs> read somewhere, I don't remember, that he read something was written by... Them. during period of colonization of Spain mm -hmm. that gave him the, the idea that there is a land probably which mm -hmm. is the United States it was not he discovered it before him other people discovered it already but oh, they yeah. didn't want to go yeah for some reason he gets the credit I don't even want to get into it it doesn't affect me I've got my own problems this looks like a podcast uh, oh okay it's called kiteandkeymedia.com. Short five famous stories from history that are totally false. Three minutes long. They've got it on YouTube. Why don't you play it? Nah, it's okay. 
I want to hear. There's copyright issues. People can look it up. It's uh, kiteandkeymedia.com. If you really want to listen, then go check it out. All right. <clears throat> and then we go to the history book. The David statue, Michelangelo, was unveiled to the public in 1504. St. Augustine, Florida, becomes the first permanent European settlement in 1565. Patsy Cline is born in 1932. Bernie Sanders is born in 41. Ruby Bridges, the first black student to attend an all-white school in Louisiana, was born in 1954. Quote of the day, when you start a new trail equipped with courage, strength, and conviction, the only thing that can stop you is you. All right. So, again, we get this from join1440.com. Before we sign off, real quick, I was on... I'm a big baseball fan. I've told you that before. And... September 5th, they had a really long feature of the day that Cal Ripken broke Lou Gehrig's streak for consecutive games played. And uh, the record was 2,130 that Lou Gehrig played consecutively without ever missing a game. And uh, the streak, Cal Ripken's streak, was uh, it was a huge, huge, huge deal. To this day, it'll probably be one of the most monumental events ever in the history of baseball when Cal Ripken broke the streak. And so they were telling this story from the perspective of people who were there, like the manager of the Baltimore Orioles, players on the opposing team, on the home team, people that were uh, just there to uh, witness what was going on. People were saying, I can't, I, there's no way this record will ever be broken. And I don't, I don't know. I don't play baseball. But uh, if professional baseball players are saying how extremely difficult it is to do what he did, I'll take them at their word. So anyway, it was a fascinating story. And, and they, ended, they, they had a video clip of the entire sequence of what happened, like, the final out is recorded in the fifth inning that makes it an official game. And then he, Cal Ripken takes his famous victory lap around the Camden Yards. And it's just, I wasn't there. I was 20, I was 19 years old when this happened. And I didn't have a vested interest in it at all. But I just watched this and I, I got tears in my eyes just watching this. Just knowing the blood, sweat, and the tears that went into this and seeing this man who just, he's allowed this moment to uh, just just enjoy this moment, this achievement that he did just by showing up. He didn't really do anything spectacular. He's a great player, but he didn't do anything that was extraordinary except for just show up every day. And I found this book at Ollie's a while ago, and I, I devoured it 200 pages and I think I read it in two or three days it's called I think it's called Just Show Up it's written by Cal Ripken Jr. good really good read really uh, nice and easy nothing terribly uh, heavy or weighty in it just good solid advice for life just show up 
Cal Ripken Jr. It is my book recommendation for this episode. All right. Well, it is time for us to sign off. All right. My name is James. And this is Sana. And we are delighted that you have chosen to spend a little bit of your day with us in our little world. And we th- say thank you for pressing play. And check us out on the web at vojdan.com. V-O-J-D-A-A-N.com. Oh, by the way, if you are interested in starting a podcast, we have a new course that is launching this week. It's called Podcasting Zero to Sixty. And we will guide you through the creation and the launch and the everything that goes into starting a brand new podcast from zero, meaning you just have an idea, to fully launched and fully functional, not just 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 someone flapping his or her gums on the internet. There's enough of that going on, but it's a personally fulfilling and impactful show. That is what you will get at the end if you follow our advice. It's called Podcasting Zero to Sixty, and if you want to learn more about it and join in, the spots are there's plenty of space, but uh, we'd love to have you join us if. You are thinking of starting a podcast. Now could be the right time for you to do it. Check it out. Podcast 0-60.com. Podcast 0-60.com.